back to episode eight of the OK Browns. Have we stopped introducing ourselves? I don't know. (laughs) Well, if you're just tuning in, I'm Jessica. (laughs) I'm Kelly. We have, we're like in in thinking of things to talk about for this episode. Um, There have been a lot of things nationally that have happened in the last few weeks that um, majorly impact like people of color and um, like essentially just domestic terrorism. So we wanted to talk about that, but then we also really wanted to like celebrate and like promote our friends who are doing really cool things. And so it was like, uh, how do we fit those into one episode? So we're going to break it into two most likely. Um, and we're going to start with the latter, the happy stuff, not the depressing stuff. (laughs) A couple of artists who like, I guess inspired me to even start doing, like... Because Native art, in my mind, was always very specific. Mm -hmm. Like, people on horses, there's a moon in the background, and all of this stuff. And I always was like, I don't want to do that. Like, because people would find out I did art, and they'd be like, oh, can I see? And it was always, like, I always did weird stuff, like, (laughs) like, comic stuff, or, like things people didn't get and I felt like I was disappointing other native people by not doing what they wanted me to do. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want to do that. And then I stumbled across, um, Roy Boney is a Tahlequah based, um, Cherokee artist and Joseph Herb. Um, I don't, I I don't think he's from Tahlequah, but he was like around the same time, but their stuff was so different. Like, um, stylistically it was like, contemporary like comic book style but still had like cherry like cultural elements in it and I was like you can do that like I'd never seen anyone like break out of the like the canon of native art with like feathers and all of that stuff and it's like um it was super cool and inspiring and like Roy well both of them used the language in a lot of stuff and both of them were very instrumental in getting um Cherokee, like, our language on iPhones, like, on Apple products. Whoa. So, um, I went to a talk on last Saturday by America Meredith, who's also a Cherokee artist who does really cool stuff, and she was talking about how they wanted to see our language and culture, like, us use technology and, like, because that's what people do, they adapt and use it how they need to, and she was like, they just put it in their artwork. Like, they started to, like, imagine these, like, indigenous futurisms, like, that whole thing. Like, if we show people what it looks like, then it may be easier to achieve. Like, this is what we want it to look like. And so, like, they started to get that. Like, I always thought that was really cool. And, um, Roy does a lot of cool stuff that's, like, scary. Uh (laughs) Like, almost taboo stuff. Like, a lot of people are superstitious and, like, images mean a lot to them and, like, I just like that things are scary. Like, some of them are really creepy. Or, uh, I don't want to say that. Like, our culture is scary. But he has a painting of a woman who's, like, an old lady. And she's dancing, I think. She has a skirt on. But, like, her legs are, like, like dog legs. Mm-hmm. Or, like, wolf legs. And it's, like, my favorite thing in the world. Because, like, people are too scared to, like, show that stuff. But it's, yeah. like... People have stories about that stuff. So right. I always thought that was really cool. And they also, Joseph and Roy used tattoos in their work, which was really exciting. 
to me because like a lot of native artists don't put that in like um I don't know. I maybe they think that it's ugly, or they've been made to think that it's ugly. Yeah, I was like, say, marking like, up. Why your... do you think? Do you think that's like a, like, just a colonized like Christian I think American so. like imposing? Yeah, because um, you're not supposed to mark your body. Like yeah, anything. or like, or it's like in the past, mm. like we used to do this, okay. or like, because some people even draw like, like, what do you call that, like pre-contact people and they won't have tattoos on them uh-huh. but they would have been a heavily like really tattooed <laughs> yeah Talmadge Davis was a really good Cherokee artist he passed away but he did really cool portraits with tattoos and stuff and I always thought that was really cool mm-hmm. and so those two were like bit like I was just like mind blown that like you can do I don't know different stuff and then I was like oh yeah like Cherokees are different from like Plains people or like Cheyenne like all of these different people and I was like you can put yourself into into that work like that and blew my mind oh Hillary Glass I'm just looking at my wall now (laughs) (laughs) Hillary Glass does really cool like um it's like manga style Mm -hmm. like she's really good like graphic arts but it's like Cherokee stories and stuff and it's, that's really cool. And both her and Roy, I think, do graphic novels, which is oh, really cool. cool. And Roy has one coming out next year, which is going to be really cool. And, um, I don't know what Joseph's doing now. I don't want to, he teaches, I think, somewhere up north. But, yeah, those two I was, like, really inspired by. Mm-hmm. And now they're, like friends of mine so that's really cool <laughs> right isn't that yeah. always like surreal when there's like someone you really look up to but then like a few years later you're actually friends with that person you're like yeah what and it helps because they're local like they're people yeah. that i can see like um roy works at the tribal complex like i see him like people that i'm i don't know in my head these people should be like super famous and like right. doing all this stuff but they're just like seem at walmart or like you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean like that's what's cool about the native community i think is like how accessible everyone is and they're pretty like humble like I don't think there's anyone who's like a jerk and like everyone's willing to help each other Mm -hmm. and that's what that's what I really like and um I just like people who are not do like maybe doing traditional styles but putting different things into it like my friend Kenny he does textiles and he makes like stomp dance skirts and all kinds of like regalia stuff but he puts like contemporary like designs and stuff mm-hmm. like one of the things he does is he puts like sequins on stuff like that and yeah. like I just think that it's cool to be like it's like pretty and you put your personality into it like a lot of people are like that's stomp dance isn't um it's not a fashion show <laughs> but it's like we're millennials like <laughs> We want you to look at us. Yeah, that, and it's, like, putting and, your own yeah, artistic like you wanna... spin on something, because he's, like, hand, like, making yeah. all of it. Yeah. That's cool. And it's, like, style is a big deal. Like, you don't want to be too flashy, where people are like, oh, look at them. <laughs> sure. Like, But, like, you want to be, like, stand out or, like, be different from mm-hmm. this other person. And, and he does really, really cool stuff. And we've been trying to collaborate on stuff, because... Like, getting my designs printed on fabric, and then you yeah. make something out of them. Oh, and, that's really cool. Or me even drawing something, or I've been, let's see, he made me a purse out of, like, I have a design that's, like, a hand, 
and it's printed all over it, and he made me a purse out of it. Yeah. That's freaking cool. Yeah. So I'm going to do a painting that has a dress that he made in it, and... Cool. Oh, what else? What did he do? He did um. It's something about a Cherokee princess, but it looks like um Cinderella's dress, but it's got like the our like basket weave pattern on it and uh-huh. stuff. And it's he did a really cool Little Mermaid interpretation that has like basket weave stuff and like she has a basket purse that's the color of like flounder in the cartoon. <laughs> it's so cool, and he does really really cool stuff, and. That's awesome. Like, I'm just, like, going off talking about my friends. But yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's hard not to. Right. Um, but going back to the tattoo thing, there's a girl, Hotokite Harjo. She's a Muskogee Creek. And uh, I just, like, stumbled upon her stuff. I don't really know how um, I found her. But she does portraits of women. The one that I, I bought a print of it, but it's like a black metal woman, like that's her style, but she's got these tattoos all over her face, like southeastern style tattoos, and like, we have this design that's like super old, it's on like shell gorges from like way long time ago, mm-hmm. but it's called Forked Eye, and it's like a weird little, it almost looks like a comet that goes over your eye, Yeah, and it's supposed to like symbolize... People call it, like, falcon or hawkeye, too. Like, it's symbolized, like, eyesight and having a keen sense of, like, sight, like, for hunters and stuff. But she made, like, it's, like, winged eyeliner, but then it comes down like that. And it's so cool. And so she's been doing these portraits like that. They're contemporary women with southeastern tattoos. And um, it's, like, her stuff has, like, sisterhood, like, elements I love. Like, I was, like we're all in this together kind of thing and like um it's just really cool and she's like embellished them with like gold paint and it's just really really cool they're like goth looking and yeah so so cool that's so awesome i want to see it um i'll get it after this (laughs) (laughs) but um and then dustin mater is a chickasaw um chikasha artist who um he does, like, pre-contact portraits, like, and they're very heavily tattooed, and and they're on their face, like, and they're all women, and mm-hmm. I love that, like, it's just, I think that that's really helping our, um, the revitalization of our tattoos, because, like, that was one of the first things that they were, like, you guys need to stop, like, doing Plus that, and, like, because yeah. it's, like marking up your body is wrong and all this stuff but it's like it's identity it's like um it's how people knew who you were or like even if you went through like a change like maybe you like adulthood you'd get a new tattoo mm-hmm. if you got sick or like you survived something you'd get a new tattoo mm-hmm. you'd even get a new name in Cherokee culture like if something happened oh really um but like our war clubs like, your specific war club would have your tattoos on it. So, like, if you killed someone in battle, a lot of people would leave their war club so they know who did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this guy. So, I don't know. It's identity, and that's how, like, I think, like, it's... I'm seeing it come back, and there's people, like, doing, like, traditional stuff. At least getting the the designs tattooed on them. Like, there's not a lot of people doing it traditionally like hand poke or whatever yeah 
it's the designs are coming back, which is really cool. A lot of like tribes up north, like I want to say Inuit, like tribes are doing like the face, like the chin tattoos, yeah. and like I mean, like that's what's really cool about like the Maoris is like they've had theirs for a long time, mm-hmm. like they still have that, and yeah. that's so cool. Like they have that. I think it's called Moko on their chin, and that's, like, so cool. I know. Like, <laughs> I Every time I see, like, native tattoos, I'm just like, damn it. Like, I will never be that cool. Like, it's nothing I can never achieve because it's just so awesome. I've, I've been seeing, like, quite a few different, like, videos on Facebook, like, mm-hmm. making the rounds of just showing, like, um, people doing those types of tattoos, and I think it's... So awesome. Yeah. As like a <laughs> as a like a non-native over here, I'm just like, damn, so cool. But you're native, I mean, yeah, it's something, that. right? It's some, but like, <laughs> I don't. know. <laughs> it's something I want to look into because I, I, my grandpa's. I don't know if I've like said this on here, but he's like, um, maybe Mayan or uh-huh. Aztec, but I haven't like asked him yet uh-huh. or like delved into that because. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like here there was a big push in Mexico to like um claim the like a Mexican identity like mm-hmm. you know like we oh, yeah. we together are Mexican and it was like bad and mm-hmm. you know negative to be associated with being indigenous mm-hmm. you know you you wanted to be like the Spanish and yeah. things like that so I'm like still a little because uh I didn't grow up around my grandpa a whole lot, so I'm just, like, so a little hesitant to be mm-hmm. like, hey, just so I can be like, all right, like, what can I, what can I get tattooed now? Like, that's, like, cheap, so. But it'd be cool. I don't know, yeah. Start learning about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But, yeah, that's really exciting. Because it's something, I mean, a lot of our culture, I mean, a lot of things were lost. Like, um, we don't know what a lot of the designs mean like now we have to kind of do our own interpretations like people would get things like um dots on their faces that represented either like mostly like people you've killed in battle like men would get these like lines across their face with x's that were like kills but like now it's like you can't just wear, like, how many kills you got. I mean, like, because... Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, times have changed. Yeah. I mean, you can go to, I mean, like, veterans, if that's what you want to do. Sure. Or, like, or even... And maybe not in, like, a, I killed this many people. Or, like, just, like, remind yourself of how many. I mean, because that's, like, a th- that's something to take a life. You know what I mean? And maybe right. they want to maybe honor those people in that way. Or do something. it in some yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And so, like... I have um, a sun ray design on my arm, which I don't, that's probably, it probably was a warrior tattoo at some point, but like in my head, it's like the sun and it's on my right arm and that's the arm I, I use it to paint, draw, whatever. And like the sun is like God mm-hmm. in that it like makes everything happen. So it's like the, that power is like, it's here in my right yeah. Arm. And then, like, the whole thing with dots. Like, I was like, anything could be a kill if it's an accomplishment. Like, I talked to, actually, Dustin Major about this, but, like, I mean, getting my degree was a kill. Like, yeah. Know, like, getting, like, doing, getting my job, like, doing all this stuff. Like, accomplishments. And. Yeah, and I think whenever, like, 
that meaning is stripped away from a culture or it's like taken and you you do have you have to like reimagine like well had that not been taken away how would that have transformed yeah. with like today's technology and culture and like state mm-hmm. of presence yeah. you know yeah. so it's like like having to like reimagine that because you are trying to like i mean there was you know how many year gap of like from that to the, from then to now mm-hmm. so I don't know. I think it's cool. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who are like traditionalists who still don't like tattoos. Like mm-hmm. they're like, you shouldn't do that to your body kind of sure. thing. Um, and like, I know my grandma doesn't like it, but. Oh. <laughs> and so. I don't even think that's a native thing. My grandma <laughs> yeah. sees me. I was in a wedding a couple weekends ago. My grandma walks up to me and she said, you would be so pretty if you didn't have all those tattoos. I was oh like, gosh. oh, I was like, shots fired, grandma. Like, the truth comes out. But she's like, you know, I hate them. And I was like, yeah, I know, it's fine. But she has like a valid reason, I feel like, because mm-hmm. when she was a little girl, she, um, some relative of hers had a lamp made of tattoos that were cut off of Jews. Oh. Um, so it was like a skin lamp. Yeah. And she like saw it as a little girl and it mm-hmm. just like, horrified her yeah. and stuff so like i get it grandma yeah <laughs> it's fine yeah, i think that's a good reason yeah, right. <laughs> yeah oh man and like my grandma hasn't necessarily said like i don't like this yeah. but like i can tell sure she'll like ask me like what is what does it mean or like whatever and but the other day she was like um you know how you have those she was like can you do that for up here and she pointed to her eyebrow <laughs> and I was like they do that now and she was like okay like she was like, like tattoo her eyebrows yeah because she was like she was like I think I might want to do that I don't know but <laughs> it was just cute because she's like you know how you have this yeah and like she wouldn't say like yeah she has those like tattoos yeah. it's like that <laughs> I love it there's like this meme that goes around and it's like it's like Mexican moms be like, and then it's like, you can't have tattoos and stuff. But then the picture below it is like, um, like t- tattooed, like lip liner and eyebrows and like eyelids. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's funny. Cause my other, my Mexican grandma has all of the above. Oh really? Yeah. She got it in like the early, like 2003. Mm-hmm. So it was like, not at the prime, like we know what we're doing, you know? <laughs> It's very thick. <laughs> very thick lip liner. <laughs> oh, gosh. I thought about it. <laughs> the first time we saw her, we were just like, ah. <laughs> like what happened? She's like the first person I've ever seen that like had that. But anyways. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh. But, yeah. I've been seeing more people getting, like, Southeastern stuff. Like, the finger tattoos, which I'm just like, yes. Because, like... Having something on your hands is a big deal. Like, yeah. people are like, what about if you get a job? Like, right. that kind of stuff. And it's like, but it's culture. I don't know. Like, I don't know. People associate them with gangs and things like that mm-hmm. still. But I think if we normalize it, and it won't be that big of a... I mean, people are already, like, with just contemporary tattoos, like, being more lenient or whatever. Yeah, I definitely see it going that way. Maybe not, like, corporate America, but, like... And I, like... I have a like corporate setting job Mm. but like it's like a tribal entity (laughs) so like it's i don't know but i I have the ones on my fingers and i wanted them on my fingers 
because like I shake hands a lot. Yeah. And like I want that to be like you're confronted with that mm-hmm. identity like as soon as I'm mm-hmm. like they might be like, <laughs> or, like I don't know, just interested. I don't yeah, know. no, for sure. I recently tattooed Reed across my knuckles because I work in a library. I love it. And literacy is so important. Like <laughs> I haven't I so I was giving a tour at the library to some high school students and um we were talking about one of our specialty spaces and it has all this cool equipment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, are there any questions? And this kid was like, yeah, what's your tattoo say <laughs> on your hand? And I was like, it says read. <laughs> it's like, because I work in a library. But no, I it's kind of the same. Like, I really wanted that on my hand because it's mm-hmm. like literacy is incredibly important to mm-hmm. a community and literacy of all kinds, not just reading, but like mm-hmm. being able to like understand and process information. I mm-hmm. feel like as a country, we're in this like shithole right now mm-hmm. because people cannot understand that like you don't just believe what you see yeah. on you see one headline and because mm-hmm. it's on the internet, like that's fact, you know. So mm-hmm. like information literacy, like technology, like all of that, it's really important and stuff. And so, um, I don't know. I I have not had, like, a stranger be like, what's on your, you know, like, why do you have read? Or, like, what is that? But I cannot wait for the day because I'm just going to be like, (laughs) word vomit. Why? Like, libraries are important and they're subversive and they're, like, anti-capitalist. But um, not that capitalism's bad. (laughs) I'm saving, I'm, like, saying that to save face. But, um... As for, like, I have a cross on my, like, left ring finger, um, because, like, my spirituality is really really important to me, Mm -hmm. and I have a dot on one of my fingers that actually was supposed to be, like, a little half moon, but Ricardo, because they've all been stick and poked, and Ricardo (laughs) did it, but it also looked like a Pac-Man, and I was like what the hell there's a pac-man on my hand and then he was i was like just fill it in and he felt really bad and i was like it's fine like if i'm just on a whim asking you to like stick and put me i don't care that much but um what do like your like what do your lines mean because i i got lines for like superficially like aesthetic reasons because i thought they were pretty but um i don't want to like like okay um I hadn't seen any, like, what I have to go off of is other people's artwork or, mm-hmm. um, like, accounts of white people meeting our people and being like, they have these tattoos on them. <laughs> right. But, like, they really more just talk about them being on their chest or their face because it freaks them out. Like, they're, like, they're so, on their face. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, I... I, I don't know. I've talked to my boyfriend about this who also is, like, big into tattoo revitalization, but it's like, we would have tattooed everything. Right. Like, it, that just makes sense. So, I just decided to do my fingers, and um, and there's three lines, because I just love threes. Like, it's a good... Yeah. There's, like, I'm a middle child of three. <laughs> I'm oh, one yeah. of three girls, so it feels good to have, like, bookends or mm-hmm. something. Like, that's just... And also it reminds me of like, um, like woodpeckers have like, like lined claws, like in designs, that's what they look like. Oh, and really? so like it just in my head looks like talons or something. <laughs> yeah. And so like, 
But I always, I just thought it was pretty too. And, um, so like, I guess it's more decoration on my hands. Yeah. Well, I mean, and not that tattoos like half, have to yeah, have like some deep but, meaning or anything, but I was just wondering because they were more like tribal if it was coming from. Yeah. Like for me, it's just my, yeah my sisters. But what's really cool is like, I got these done. And then we went to North Carolina for the Eastern Band has a fair that they have, like, it's like our holiday here, but they have, like, all kinds of stuff going on over there, and they had, like, an art show. And there's a guy, there's a painter, and he's a tattoo artist over there. His name is, I want to say his name is John Henry, unless it's Henry John. I'm going to mess it up, because <laughs> his last name is Gloin. I think that's how you say it. I feel bad because I. <laughs> I've never heard that last um, name. He, uh, he's a Cherokee. He's Eastern Band. He's from out there, and like he did this painting that I was just like, that is the coolest thing ever. Because the person is tattooed heavily. He's a pre-contact little guy who has like all kinds of tattoos, and then his fingers are tattooed like mine are. And mm. I want. I haven't asked him about that, like, because um, we follow each other on Instagram, and I've met him a couple of times, but. Um, I was like, did you see something? Like, I yeah. want to know, like, where you got that information. Right. And, but, and that's what's cool, too, is, like, there are different people who have different perspectives on things or maybe more information that you don't have. Mm-hmm. And, but, yeah, I thought that was really cool because I was like, wow, that's me. Right. <laughs> Those are my hands. Yeah. Like, I'm just a little um, pre-contact guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little pre-contact guy. But... Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And they're doing cool stuff over there. Like, their trend, I don't want to say trend, but they get basket designs put on them over there, Eastern Bandit, which is really cool because they have a lot of really cool flat reed, like, basket makers out there, and there's so many cool designs, and they get them, like, on their legs. Like, because a lot of people's grandmas, like, did baskets and things like that. There was a guy who's grandma did like textiles and she did a really cool design and he got it tattooed on his hand and like that like she made that design and he Mm -hmm. got it on his hand and I just thought that was really really cool because they're using different things now like I mean basket designs and like textile designs to put on their bodies and that's really cool yeah and but yeah I'm ready to get face tattoos. Let's see what my grandma says. I had so. <laughs> I'm just like hoping I can secure my position where I work enough mm-hmm. for like long enough that they're like, like I just like walk in with a neck tattoo one day and it's mm-hmm. not a big deal because like Jessica's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So. Um, Apollonia, who we had on the last couple episodes for, uh, episode six, part one of two, and then episode seven, part two of two, actually has her own podcast now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, like, was on ours and was like, this is hella fun. Like, yeah. she made her own, um, Honka Happy Hour, where she, um, is recounting, retelling, and having interviews with people who have experienced... Like, maybe supernatural, like, quote-unquote, like, spooky native stories. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. It's so awesome. Her first episode's out. It's it's only, like, 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. But she, um, um, she gives all of her sources on the podcast. But she, like, went and got, 
um, like papers and stuff that had like interviews of. Yeah, I think they're the WPA interviews. Um, I think were those from I think like the thirties or something like that. Yeah. And just people's accounts of like weird things that a lot of people probably have similar stories of like those kinds of things, which is really cool. And I maybe wrong. I don't know. Honka in Muskogee is like that means like monster or something. Like oh, that. does it? Because yeah, like monster is just like something that's scary. I think I don't want to misspeak, but that's how I've always just heard it. Ooh, I didn't know that. Like like almost like a booger man. Like people will say honka man. Mm. <laughs> so like, but they also have another like other words for like witches and stuff. I think it's stagini. For like witches and things like that. Because mm-hmm. ours is skilly. And that's like a witch or a monster, I think. It's so cool. But I have always been so interested in it. Because it's like, I'm not native. Surprise! <laughs> I guess anyone thought I was. Um, no, but growing up in Oklahoma, it's like, I feel like there's all this like really rich, like, folklore and things like that and I don't say folklore to be like it's made it's made up and it's not real or anything but just in that like that nature um and I've just always been so interested in it it's like I've always loved like supernatural like scary things anyway but like when I like realized that like oh other cultures have things that are scary to them and they're Mm -hmm. their own they don't not that they don't exist outside the culture but it was you know like, you don't know about it. You don't yeah. know about it unless you're in it. And I was just like, ah. Like, I was in college the first time I heard someone talk about uh, Stegini. And I was just like, who's so scary? Because <laughs> yeah. I think um, is the way I heard it was um, she was telling the story that it was like a shapeshifter. Yeah, like, a, like a evil like shapeshifter or something. But it was like there's a scary following her in a car. <laughs> and there was like an owl or something. And like. Owls scare me anyways, but... <laughs> yeah, owls are freaking weird. I think it's because... Well, they can turn their head, head all the way around. Yeah, and then their eyes are in the front of their face, like a human's would be, <laughs> like, instead of on the side. Yeah, it's like, why are you not like a normal bird? And they have knees. Have you seen that video where it's, like, walking? <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, walking... Oh, God, it's so creepy. It almost looks like it's, like, lifting its skirt and, like, I, walking. Like, that sounds familiar, but I'm wondering if I've just, like, made that up in my head. That's so funny. No, one time I had a friend, and she accidentally ran over a white owl, okay. and I was like, that is hella bad luck. I know. I don't even, like, know where I'm getting this, but, like, I already know that that is a bad sign for you. Oh, they're weird. Yeah. I don't know. They're but just creepy. Apollonia Hunka Happy Hour. It's yeah. really good. You can find it on SoundCloud. I think she's trying to get on iTunes right now. Or, I don't think it's on iTunes yet. But it sounds like she's, because she's been coming to where I work, the library, to record mm-hmm. them. And it sounds like she already has a whole bunch recorded and oh, stuff. Cool. So she's like, awesome. on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, Adrian Keene, Dr. Adrian Keene, who is um, Cherokee, um, she has a blog um, about, um, like, Native appropriation, mm-hmm. where she talks about it and goes in depth and things like that. Her and uh, Matika Wilbur, who is a, oh, I don't know what tribe she is, but 
she's a photographer and artist, but they have a podcast now and it's called, um, all my relations. And so like they are talking about like blood quantum and all of these things, like identity kind of things, like specifically native yeah. things. And I think, I mean, it's more broad. I mean, cause Matika's from up North, I think like North West. That's cool. And so, like, different perspectives, and I think they have guests on. I haven't listened to it yet, but that's something that's out there, too. That's really cool. I'm always, like, I don't know, looking for podcasts of that nature, especially, like, maybe specific to region or, like, experience, you know? Because, like I said, I've I've followed this one podcast called Locatora Radio, and they're Mm -hmm. based out of L.A. Um, And it's like, yeah, I love listening to it, but that their experience as like Latinx millennials is so different than mine that it's like, Mm -hmm. I love listening to this and like we share (laughs) similar things, but like I, you know, it's just so different. So Mm -hmm. I always really enjoy like hearing about things like people coming up with podcasts from this region and these experiences. Yeah. Um, and Sterling Harjo has a podcast called, um, it's The Cuts with Sterling Harjo, where he just interviews, like, other Native people, like, because he's Tulsa-based, and a lot of the people are Tulsa-based. Matika was on an episode, which is one of my favorite episodes, because she's really cool and she's funny, but they talk about just, like, the things they talk about is really good, mm-hmm. and he talks to a lot of, like, local artists and stuff, which is really cool. And Sterling's a filmmaker, if nobody knows who that is. But he's doing some really cool stuff. And I think he's directing that. Um, Angelina Jolie is producing a movie about Jim... Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even remember. Jim Thorpe, I think. And he's mm. directing it, which is okay. cool. Um, but yeah. He's got a lot of cool stuff out, too. Um, meh. Can I think of other people? Yeah. Other podcasts? (laughs) I am. I have a friend named uh, Swan um, who is uh, Mexican and she's doing a lot of really cool things um, in like with like music and and just as like almost like a facilitator and um, she makes art herself, but so I we participated um, a couple months ago in this like showcase, and it was called the Mid South Creative Showcase, mm-hmm. and they brought like bands in. There were like ten bands and artists, and we set up a booth, and I had my masks and stuff, and Ricardo had his art, but Swan is the one who like really like put it together and reached out. So it's just cool to see people of color stepping up in those like almost like leadership type roles Mm -hmm. in communities like that because you know like when especially in music like when it comes to booking shows it's always like what white guy is booking the show this time you Uh know or who is organizing this like collective or whatever Mm -hmm. so it's really cool to like see her working with so many different bands and like go into all the shows just to like network and facilitate and stuff yeah um I put out a zine um about a month ago and I don't I haven't talked about it yet here but um it's called Granuda Sin Miedo which is like um Granudas is like crazy hair Mm -hmm. so it's like 
crazy hair like without fear right um like a person with crazy hair without oh, fear. cool and um it was just like a body hair zine and so mm-hmm. um i it was a photo zine and we like took pictures of like her arms and I did my belly and my back and like um, the nape of my neck and I took pictures of um, Swan and then also my friend Alexandra Munoz who um, is in Fayetteville now or north northwest Arkansas Mm -hmm. Um, I she sent me some photos too of like her eyebrows and I put it all together in a photo zine and it looked really cool cool. Um, and I'm really excited to have that out and um, I like I sewed the binding, which I ha- I don't ever do for zines, mm-hmm. but I because it's with hair, I wanted it to have like a, almost like a, a tactile feel too, because uh-huh. like you can feel hair. It's yeah. So um, I like sewed the binding, and then for like special copies for Swan and Alex, I like sewed just lines in the pages so that like when you're looking at this hair, you can like feel, feel it also, uh-huh. which is cool. really cool. But Swan was in that, and so was Alex, and um, Alex does poetry. And um, she's killing the game with that. So it's cool to be around other people that are brown or whatever to to be inspired yeah. by the things they're doing to do things as well. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll need to get a copy of that. Yes. <laughs>